Hi, you're listening to an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on Obsidian Portal, where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. Last episode, the party travelled to the Elf Road of Mirkwood, where they met some dwarves being attacked by goblins. After the battle, they played riddles and smoke rings whilst feeding on a pig, before settling down for the night. Okay, um... I will, if you remember what happened at the end of last session. Oh, I need to so... go into, yeah, into Obsidian Portal and have a look at the write-up. Yeah, you were, had a very hectic day where you encountered three dwarves who were being attacked by some lowly goblin orcs, um, probably from Mirkwood, and... You managed to fight them off and help the dwarves, and they shared a fire with you and a suspicious pig, pig and beautiful, a beautiful beer, beer, some ale, played some smoke rings, all manner of stuff. Fun was had by all. Riddles. I seem to remember those riddles as well. We did the full. And now you were Lord of the Rings sitting experience. around the uh, campfire, a bit of a buzz on from the beer, and waiting to. Uh, Way to go to sleep. Are the dwarves... Well, are are people sitting up and still just winding down in terms of chat and doing stuff? Or are people in their bedrolls and frantically trying to get to sleep with pillows over their head? Yeah, I mean, some uh, snorries are really snoring and um, (laughs) people are basically just around the fire in bedrolls with blankets over their shoulders and trying to get their heads down now. Um, uh, Do you want to put a watch up or anything? Yeah, I think we decided last last time we were going to still have a watch up rather than get too confident. Yeah, definitely. No problem. Um, So your watch order, I haven't set yet, but I can do. Um, What's your preferences for which order you set that in? Currently it's alphabetical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you ever actually... I've done guard duties in in real life. You always want to do the first or the last one, never the middle one. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want the like midnight till three a.m. shift. <laughs> um, well, Hathus is happy but, to go first because it takes him a little while to go to sleep anyway. So he will quite happily sit and ruminate with a pipe. No, just ruminate with his own thoughts on the day's events, etc. So Hathus is happy to go first. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I'd stick Amalfrida second. Uh, and well, Monan will do the, the depth of the night if you like because he's got night vision. No problem, I'll put Sigma on the pre breakfast shift. No problem. <laughs> All right, um, oh, uh oh, exactly. Oh, god, there's shadows. What is happening here? <laughs> um, okay, uh, so Hathus, you, um, it's pretty uneventful. Yes. All the dwarves will sleep. You, you've, it's quiet. Um, you've picked a fairly nice spot. You're out of the wind. You've kicked keep the fire banked up. And after two, two and a half hours, you shake Amalfrida awake um, and moaning. Sometime, just it seems like you've just got to sleep. You're woken up by Amalfrida, shakes your shoulder. Um, and then just goes straight back down to sleep. Looks like she may have dozed off, but nothing's encountered and you have a very easy time of it as well um your uh fruit till around 3 3 30 you would guess and then 
shake Sigmar awake. He's a bit grumpy, sits with his back to the fire, and then just before you doze back off to sleep, Onan, he uh, sticks some more logs on and banks it up a bit. Um, as uh, it's around getting to dawn, can I ask you all to give me a perception check in the tower? You both wake up to a gruff, stay where you are! And you are shaken awake pretty roughly by a villager. Um, never met them before. And you immediately think about going for your weapons. There are villagers surrounding your camp. Um, they look like woodmen um, by their dress. And haters, you would know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but they are gruffly shaking you all awake. It looks like Sigmar dozed off during his watch. Um, dwarves are looking a bit worried. Um, they've all kind of backed off as as if you were a bit as you're waking up away from uh, these villagers. There's probably about eight, nine of them. They've got some spears, some pitchforks. Uh, one's got a rusty old sword. Uh, they're looking fairly menacing. Um, do you want to do anything uh, or just kind of wait to see what they're saying at the moment? Try and sit up and just say, what's going on? Who are you? What's going on? Um, you come with us. Can you tell Someone us stole our pig. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll... And it was you. Look, wasn't it? Look. And they point to the fire and the <laughs> half a pig carcass that's cooling next to it. Um, <laughs> it's <you're> kind of... <laughs> Like a burp. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Aye, we, yeah, we, 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 we did eat your pig. That solves a mystery for us. Ah, you admitted to it, thieves. I didn't. No, we, no, we didn't take I it. I didn't we thieve your pig. I think you need to talk to these three dwarves over there. Aye, those lot over there, they stole your pig. I ate your pig. I didn't know it was yours, though. <coughs> they gave it to us. You're all guilty of this. Snorri um, uh, shakes his head and puts his head in his hands. Stay your hands. We've wronged these people. Sorry, I've wronged these people. Take, take us with you. I look disgusted I at his 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 potential crimes. His honesty. No, I don't mind his <laughs> no. honesty. Hold on a second. Can we come to some kind of arrangement? How can we replace the pig with coin? There's a bit of a whispering going on between two of them, more middle-aged, we say, folk there. It's just that you know that... Galavira will know what to do with you. Well, the dwarves can be very vengeful people. But they can be very fair people. So we can come to some kind of arrangement. Absolutely. It's, it's... Come with us. Okay. Our village is only, is only a short walk, walk away from here. Can we, uh, can we pack up our stuff and bring our stuff? There's more whispering goes on between two guys. There's some nodding. Yeah, okay. Okay. And you hear some whispering of, you shouldn't have eaten our pig. That was our pig. <laughs> Stuff like that going on. Okay. Well, it appears to be a, a lot of a misunderstanding, but uh, we'll, yeah, I'll, pack all, I'll start packing my stuff up quickly, and we'll pack our stuff up, and I presume we'll just go with them. Have we got our weapons? Here. That was our pig. You ate it. Have we got weapons to hand? 
weapons hot. Uh, you have. They, they they look like they're not warriors, but they're prepared to stick you with something sharp and pointy if if push comes to shove. And they they really <laughs> look like they just want you to get up and move ahead of them and go where you. Yeah, they've had a, a pig rustled. Then that's that's a loss, isn't it? So I'm sure we can clear this up. Aye. Um. So we do have our weapons yeah. then. So if you want, I mean, I'm not going to draw yeah, it, do. but but okay, that's mm. fine. I'll just keep a weapon sheet. Yeah, they they all look fairly uh, askance at particularly Monin and um, Amalfrida and the size of the weapons you guys carry <laughs> and how well maintained they are. Um, how far are we away from um, these? Well, not that it matters. No, forget that. I was going to say how far away from these dead orcs and goblins so we can show what we've done, but that's irrelevant with the pig situation. <clears throat> yeah, you were you were a few hundred yards away. I mean, they're, no, they're camped fairly close by, but not that close. No, we'll go with All right, them, I mean, I you, you are pushed a little but they they kind of you can sense they push you and then kind of <laughs> yeah. like jog backwards a bit so they're looking like they're being cards but not really um they all look pretty dirty um tired hungry fairly impoverished but you would probably say on the poor end of the woodman's spectrum hatters from what you see but not that unusual um and after about an hour it's not much longer than an hour as well you move into a small um, settlement with a palisade around it. Um, I'll just give you an image of that. It's a grey old day. Uh, it's not nighttime anymore. I'll give you a bit of, of daytime music. Cozy place. Um, yeah, it's not quite as sunny sounding as that, <laughs> but it's um, very much a edge of edge of the woods. The forest probably no more than five ten miles away. Um, it's a small woodman settlement, but it looks fairly well defended, but not brilliantly defended. These the palisade looks like it's seen better days, um, and it's much much smaller than Woodman Town where you came from. Um, you'd say there's probably. No more than a score, maybe two score of inhabitants in the whole place. Um, so, as you come into the village, um, they kind of move you into a longish building, um, and they shuffle you forwards. Um, they open the a door, looks like it's barred on the outside, and say, "Go on in, you go." Gail Vera will see you soon, but we don't want any trouble. You go in there until we're ready. As we are walking through the village, uh, Mona just want to have a look around and see, are there many pigs in the village? I mean, have they got quite a few? Does this look like it's a, a rare commodity? Not many. I mean, they literally would probably have a couple of cows, quite a few chickens, maybe a pen with two or three pigs in, uh, but it's not a, not a lot of <coughs> stretch of the imagination. Okay, fair enough. Hathus, could you, uh, as you've arrived at a settlement, give me a an arrival role in the? No, you can do it in the open. Which uh, type? D four. D four. Just, just a yeah. This is a cut down arrival. It's a one. Okay. Okay. So, in spite of last night's festivities. Journey has taken its toll on the spirits of the company. Memories of any good fortune you may have experienced along the way now seems distant and intangible. Um, 
Bloody hell, we're in a and, and you feel just weary to your bones. Uh, I think I'm pretty despondent. Yeah. yeah. Accused of crime. Um, it's just, oh, it's gone bad to worst. So the farmstead looks pretty poorly maintained. Uh, Palisade, as you kind of are taken through the little settlement, is in need of repair in several places with whole section down in one place. Um, you'd more probably normally expect to see, especially this time of year, smoke coming out from every hole in the settlement, but only a few seem to have even have fires burning there. Um, and the people are pretty drawn, tired and hungry that you're passing. And they look fairly scared of you. Um, you're pushed into an empty building on the left and um, it's got a fairly rotten, rust-strewn floor over dirt. Um, and you hear the bar go down on the door outside. Um, Snorri looks up and looks really concerned. And you can tell him and Hara speaking, conferring together and shaking their head. And it was, yeah, we, now they come over and speak up out loud to you guys. We, we knew we shouldn't have really taken that. We knew it couldn't have been just a, a wild pig. It was staked out in the woods and we just thought maybe someone had maybe just left it there. So we were hungry and I know we shouldn't have done it. Maybe we should have found out, but it was best we could do at the time. You're, what do you, you think should, they'll do you with shouldn't, You shouldn't be trying to convince us. You'll be, you have to convince them. Just make sure you, you make sure that we're, there's no guilt in the matter for us. I think we asked you about that pig as well, didn't we? Mm-hmm. They said they, did they, say they caught it in a snare. <clears throat> yeah, so Har goes a bit red when he remembers that. That was him who spoke about that. They look, they look down at their boots, shuffle well, around a bit. What's Don's done? We need to come to some kind of arrangement. Do you have coin? Uh, uh, they look around a little. I'm not sure that will be enough. They want food, I think. Right, well, we'll have to see. see Maybe we can hunt some food up for them. Maybe. What did you say it was staked out in the forest? Yeah, no more than probably about halfway between where we camped last night and where we are now. I didn't know there was a village here. Why would you stake a domestic pig out in the forest? Act as a bait for some creature? But they'd have been waiting or watching you, the thought, and would have seen you taking it. So strange. Well, this is staked to forage because there's not enough food. You have a good mind on you, um, Athos. I'm not covered um, in armour. <laughs> <laughs> armour addles your brain. No, um, I don't mean that. I mean, I, I haven't got any protection apart from what's inside my my little skull. Oh, that's okay. So good after, a li- <laughs> after maybe maybe quarter of the morning goes by, an hour or two, no more than that, uh, a young, young man, probably no more than a late teenager, a little bit younger maybe than... Um, Amalfrida comes up, op- opens the bar, and he brings in some water and bread. He um, he leaves it kind of on a it's on a, like a wooden tray. He puts by the door, not getting close enough to be jumped jumped by you. He seems pretty frightened of you, and he and he he says as he backs off, "Are you in league? Are you in league with Grey Muzzle Hob?" And then with who? Grey muzzle hob. Oh, grey muzzle hob. And then he starts backing off and then he like bricks it and runs. 
And then he comes right. running back and quickly slams the door and then puts the bar back over. Have I heard of Grey Muzzle Hob? Uh, give me, because you're relatively local, give me a knowledge history check in the town. Or uh, I think it's history. In... Yeah, I can do history. It's just, in, some things are, leg- it's like in Norfolk, you say, you know, you working with the Black Shook. Most people have heard of that. But if it's John Perkins, then no. No, no idea <coughs> about Grey Muzzle Hob. Even the Darkness wrote a song called Black Shuck, so mm-hmm. very famous in East Anglia. Um, so uh, there was a, a, an older middle-aged man you noticed standing out of your eye line as you, as you kind of walked and saw the door slam. He had an old spear pointed at you. <laughs> it didn't look like he was that willing to use it. Um, so the, a little bit of the morning goes on. The dwarves are really regretful and say, look, I don't know what we can say, but can you help us if if they, I don't know what they'll do, but I guess we'll try and talk our way out of it. Or um, Tori relates the story of how they found the pig while you're waiting. So he actually thought initially it was caught in some sort of hunter's trap. Um, and he basically said, I kind of knew that stealing that would have been crime enough, but we were really hungry. We haven't eaten properly for a long time. And we quickly dispatched it and just, well, that was it. Pork, pork for dinner. And it was really tasty. And then he's, Heading and I, I know it was bad, but well, look, you didn't. There was no one, no one around. You didn't go in to their village. You didn't steal it from. It was out in the open, so you know you're hungry. There's, there's no shame in that. And it's only a. I mean, it's someone's livelihood, but you didn't kill anyone, presumably. You didn't steal someone's valuables or artifacts, possessions, etc. So it is only a pig. I'm sure. Their justice will be fair and swift. I'll say that with a slight <laughs> twinkle to my eye. <laughs> I think it's like his eyes open a bit wide, and then. Uh... And we're heading towards Erebor anyway, so any remains we can take back with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll slap him on the back so at that point and just say, "I'm only teasing you." You're um, you're, you're not given any more food and water, so you have to make use of your own during the day. Mm-hmm. And you I... notice it's getting. Sorry, Hathis, I think you're onto something as well. Maybe they were staking out that kind of thing. So maybe that's an angle I want us to work. Maybe the, this whatever grey muzzle person. We have to do something about that. That's my guess because I think this ta- this little hamlet. Um, I think it's called Rowanhold, but I'm not sure. I didn't quite catch the name tag on the way in. Um, it looks a bit run down and very. Not every house is occupied. It doesn't seem. Oh, grey muzzle hub doesn't seem particularly lively so i think it's under a shadow of one sort or another right okay we'll see what they have to say then <clears throat> okay so are you um are you doing anything while you're just waiting for them to, to kind of come back and deal with you or uh, otherwise i'll kind of forward on to that uh well if the, if the little boy comes around or if i can see him through any cracks in the bit i'll try and bring him over and try and talk to him and try and find some more stuff out about Grey Muzzle Hob. Alright, give um, give me a perception check in the tower. Odin. Yeah, as you're kind of looking, looking outside, um, you see a, probably a middle-aged, fairly stern grey-haired woman talking and you manage to overhear a snippet of conversation between them it, they're, they're over in the next building which does have some smoke coming out of it and it's larger than the than the others um, 
and they seem to be talking about basically another pig um, and taking it back out to the woods from what you can kind of hear which does strike you as a bit suspicious yeah, he'll relay this on to everybody else who's here okay okay so afternoon gradually starts going towards twilight and dust beginning to fall um and you as you you basically found a fairly easy place to look through a crack in the wall you see a group of poor looking men and women um come up to your empty longhouse that you're in and they've got a selection of rush torches some spears and some sort of basically sharp farming implements nothing that would be anywhere close to a weapon um and you hear the bar open again doors are opened um torchlight starts flooding in um and they tell you that you were to stand before galvara and explain your actions um, okay and you're taken just across the dirt track opposite to the largest longhouse which does have some smoke coming in um and it looks like the whole village has turned out women men and children um longhouse is about probably 40 50 feet long about 20 feet wide um all of the uh, villages are up and down either side and there's probably no more than less than you probably thought there's probably no more than about a score of them um and you are taken up to the front of the uh building it looks like a couple of boxes have been put there and there's a woman who you saw earlier gray-haired middle-aged lady sitting on a plain wooden seat up the front um that's the lady that's sitting on the dais up front. Um, um, so as you're brought up there, uh, you're kind of, they look a bit more confident as all of them around. It's smoky. You're kind of pushed it up in front of the dais of the old boxes up there. And that's where the hearth is as well. There's a hearth, basically, it doesn't even have much of a chimney. It's an open hole in the roof. The smoke's going out. Um, Furs are laid over the chair she's sitting on, uh, and she looks like a very proud woman. She's got her chin up. She's meeting you all in the eye. The clothes, one, they're not fine looking to the eyes of maybe a dwarf, someone like you moaning, but they look impressive enough to, to a woman. There's some furs, and there's also some fabrics dyed a deep red or orange, um, edged with some woven designs around the edges, and that's more than just normal woodman clothing uh, and she even has a trimmed fur cloak on um, and a silver brooch on her shoulder so she looks like a head woman you would suspect um, and she speaks in a clear very very well enunciated uh, voice in Westrum um, and you you actually all of you look at her and her piercing grey eyes are pretty hard to look at for that long uh, this is a woman who's seen a lot and lived to tell the tale so she speaks clearly looks at all, you all one in, one in turn and says um who are you to come here and steal our pig? You will tell me your names and intentions here in our lands. And if I do not like what you have to say, I shall keep your swords here and cast you out without them. Make me angry and I will keep you here too. Now, speak. Monan, son of Donan, at your service. He nods and then looks along the line. The dwarves taking... Yeah, all the dwarves are 
put together. They obviously assumed you were travelling with them, Monit. Um, Snorri, Ha, and uh, his colleague, uh, whose name currently escapes me, uh, <laughs> Bori, um, all introduce themselves um, and then look up at you, Hathos. I'm Brother Hathos. Um, I'm from, insert the name of village here near Roscobel. <laughs> I was trying to frantically look at my couch sheet for where the name of the village I'm from. Traitor's Hill, I think it was. So I'm from yeah. Traitor's Hill. And, and I'm co traveling colleagues of, and I will point specifically to the people I'm traveling with. So Amal Frieda, um, Sigmar, and with Monin, and say, these three dwarves here, we only met them yesterday evening in um, interesting circumstances. So she nods um, a little bit more appreciatively. You look like more of a local to her. Um, Amal Frieda introduces herself very curtly. Amal Frieda from near the carrack and she looks at her as well and nods and then turns to um sigma uh sigma looks up and uh sigma from uh, from east east of the woods doesn't introduce the city or town um and just leaves it at that so she looks at you all and says so who's gonna who's gonna speak for you all I can't I'm speak for to... all. I can. Well, Arthur, you're you're good with words. You you speak because she did say she didn't want to be angered. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I will be. Okay. So my lady, we were my colleagues and I, and I'll again specifically point to the people I was travelling with, and not point to the three dwarves. We are travelling on our way to Dale to answer the call, um, which I'm sure you must be aware of. That's gone out to people to help rebuild around the Long Lake area. And we are traveling along this route, deliberating in our minds whether to go the old forest road or north along the Grey Mountain Narrows. And yesterday afternoon, we heard shouts and terrified screams uh, and ran to rescue whoever may be in trouble, as we are wont to do, and found these three dwarves here. And I'll point to hop, whatever they're called, Harb, Nori and Bori, Sorry and Bori, or what, Snorri and Bori. I found Snorri, them being so oppressed yeah. by orcs and goblins we rushed to their aid um and amalfrida here was nearly killed but we managed to salve her wounds and and heal her heal her as best we can we rescued these three dwarves and they were so thankful they offered us some beer which we enjoyed with them and a pig the pig was a domestic pig rather than the wild pig and we said to them this is a nice pig where did you get this from and they told us they caught it in a snare we didn't want to call them liars, and so we assumed they were telling us the truth, as you would do with fellow travellers on the road, especially those that have just saved your life. Um, and then we had an evening of riddles and, and smoking blowing, and everything was congenial and nice, and we we went to sleep. And the next thing we know, we are woken by your fellow villagers, who are righteously angry at what has befallen them. And our colleagues here, I think, have a, a, another tale to tell, and I will sort of introduce the dwarfs to that point of come on you sniveling bastards tell them what happened and so snorri the the white-haired dwarf steps <clears> forward <throat> and says um uh, it's true what he says we we didn't see anyone near the pig we thought it was originally caught in a snare and then we didn't choose not to we choose to ignore the fact it was just staked out in the woods but we took it we all ate it we're sorry are you 
taking joint responsibility for the, as, as you shared, the eating of the pig? Um, or are you blaming the dwarves, basically? Well, we ate what they gave us in good faith because they told us when we questioned it that it was a pig they would caught fair and square. So, yes, of course, we ate it. We're not denying that fact, but we were misled into and tricked, if you like, into accepting their hospitality and gift um, led to believe it was it was you know theirs to give now my friend here speaks with good eloquent words but i'll put something a bit more plain to you galavira have you never had an empty belly in your life she looks at you and of course we have so if you saw a pig with no one beside it, staked out in the middle of the forest, and you were starving nearly, what would you have done? Can you blame these dwarves? Now, we can come to some kind of arrangement, but I think if you were in their shoes, you might have done something similar. She whispers to uh, an elderly guy next to her, and then he basically kind of whisper back and uh, continue. What um, what do you suggest then? Well, a wee bollocks came in earlier, and he said, "Were we with some some somebody, Hobber, Grey Muzzle, Grey Muzzle, Grey Muzzle. I, That was it, Hathis. So, I'm just thinking here. You're staking out a pig, and I heard some uh, old crone there earlier talking about putting another pig out there. So, what you's up to? Don't you want some help? Mm. You could ask why you staked the pig in a forest. Maybe it was to attract some creatures, and lo and behold, you did indeed attract some creatures with your staked pig. It may not be the creature you were hoping to attract, but presumably you didn't exactly target it to a specific creature of the forest, so your pig worked. You see her eyes, you see her eyes kind of narrow a little bit um, at the mention of Grey Muggleton and, uh, and your astute insight into why it could have been staked out um and she then whispers again to the old to the old man and said um what do you know of gray muzzle hob precisely nothing we heard one of your youths mention it to us as he gave us our bread and water this morning the last meal we've had um he said are you working with gray muzzle hob and then he ran away very scared and remembered to close lock the door after him some seconds later other than that, we've never heard of, met, or know anything of Grey Muzzle Hop. And I'll look at my colleagues for nods of, yeah, you're right there. Just I, he's, He speaks the truth. I give you my dwarven word. I've never heard of this person before. Well, he's not a person. But he's the biggest threat to our village. In fact, the lives of everyone here. We're doing everything we can to prevent him attacking us. So you mean Grey Muzzle Hop, is, he, he's a warg. All right. Nasty seen things, him in then? the woods. Yeah, he's killed two villagers in the last probably three months. Well, there's our there's their bargain there. Now I can't speak for these dwarves. It looks like they've been through quite a lot. But uh, I'm sure that we could, if we got rid of this work for you, what reward would you give us? He shakes her head and ignores you. Do you have anything else to say? She didn't like that at all. 
See, Mona's trying to come in high rather than low. You're, you're, this, it's got a, a feel of a, like a, a very basic trial, in inverted commas. You're being questioned uh, to find out your motives and what you were doing. She kind of warmed a little bit to, to Hathas. She did not like the talk of paying you to do something. She thinks she, she, her feelings are that you guys owe her right now rather than the other, rather than the other way around. And she looks a very proud woman. Mona's looking towards Hathas. Mm. May I be as bold to ask, Galavera, what you were hoping to achieve with the pig tethered in the woods yesterday? If Grey Muzzle Hob had taken it, for example, were you hoping that that would just buy you some time while he was sated by that pig? Or was a, there a bigger plan to try and do something more positive about Grey Muzzle Hob? We just want to keep it away from the village, and we thought that he would leave us alone if we feed him. So give or give me a um, bit of skill check. Or probably would be the most useful in the tower. Oh, okay, that's fine. So, uh, Hathas, you know that um, wargs, you've not seen one, fortunately, but you uh, mm -hmm. know that they're intelligent, actually, and can speak. So, oh, okay. as many of them can. So, uh, assume they're like average commoner intelligence. They're not wolf-like at all. Uh, they're far, far more dangerous than that. Um, so, your her hope that basically just feeding this simple animal and it would leave them alone may or may not be strategy and how long have you been feeding this walk for was this your first pig or was this a successful ongoing strategy that has bought you some time first first time where so, so we don't even know if something is a couple of weeks something as cunning and intelligent and as formidable as a walk would even be bought off in inverted commas by a simple pig when he knows there's villages nearby if you say he's taken a couple of villages already and did he take them from the village or did he take them from particular parts of the forest or there's such a big story um, here Galvera we, we could do with knowing it all from the beginning to end if we were to help you and I think I speak for my colleagues and we are very much predisposed to helping you but we you know we need to know the full story, I guess. She takes a bit of a breath and uh, almost chokes up. You can see, you could have sworn maybe there's a glint in her eye that wasn't there earlier. And um, she she says, "Well, a few months ago, we um, we first saw note of this, um, and it was just very large paw prints around some of the woodland trails that we go nearby." Um, we went to thought, thinking it was a wolf. My sons actually initially went out to explore and investigate. And they were the, and she's like chokes up a bit at this. They were the two that got killed. I'm so sorry. Uh, they were attacked at night and uh, she held her head up again and just trying to defend the village. Um, and they were the best warriors we had. Um, so we realized that we probably couldn't defend against them. Um, 
and she kind of looks at, looks across at all the dwarves, your armor, particularly yours, Monin, and said, "We just don't have the same level of weaponry that you, looks like you all carry." And she's like shakes her head and um, wipes a tear away. Monin's just staring at her. How about this? How about you pay us a pig? And then that's it, everything done. If we can give her this trouble, this thing that kills your kin. We'll avenge you. Um. We can't afford to give up any more of our food. I think you've, in effect, Not harvest I think, yet. I think Moaning's saying you've prepaid us. <clears throat> Collectively. Oh, I see. That's what I'm saying. You pay us that. That's the deal done. And you'll help with get rid of the damn walk. Look, I can't. I would not be able to sleep thinking I've left a village with one of these fell creatures around without at least trying to help you. Absolutely. Okay. Um. So, what I'd like you to do. Hathus mm-hmm. is give me a why well, look at that John um Bowden stares at Gal- Galavira and hold your chin up there lass your your kin are dead but it's not the end of the journey they'll be a mandos now we've all got to die sometime I'll die soon enough but it's not the end they're maybe in a happier place She looks at you kind of cocked head a little bit, as if she can't believe she hears wide words coming from the, <laughs> the mouth, the potty of the mouth of the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> nicely done. Um, You'll see him again, lass. Okay, so what I would like you to do, Hath, is give mm-hmm. me a um, check. Do you want one? Shadow law. Uh, an intelligence traditions check at mm-hmm. plus five modifier in addition to what you've uh, got, which is cool. probably quite decent. That's and you can roll that in the open if you want. Uh, 29. <laughs> okay. <laughs> N- nicely done, I think would be the phrase there. You suck. Um, you didn't even get 30. And, so um, congratulations A you picked exactly the right person to speak with her she's very feels a good deal of affinity to a fellow woman and you've sounded very coherent intelligent Um, and she says well your offer is fair that pig ain't coming alive Um, and she smiles a little bit we've got we've got half a pig to eat tonight (laughs) um and then she says don't know what else to do but any help you can give us to and it looks like you're all much more knowledgeable about martial affairs since my son's died than than we have in the village any help you can give us to defend the village or help us with ideas on strengthening our defenses would be very welcome um and you'll always have Rowan Hold as a 
there's a warm beds and halves in the village for you if you ever travel in this way again. Fantastic. Um, That's very generous. Thank you. And then, uh, so she feels. Are you you get a sense that she's quite relieved at your contrition, and the dwarves look mightily relieved at your at your contrition. So they're they're all kind of visibly relaxed. Um, she she start, claps her hands and starts ordering basically some of the older women in the group to go and get whatever meager food they have and says, we don't have a lot, but we have some here. Will you join us for a meal? We always eat in in the longhouse in a, of an evening um, and would have you join us. Do I think it's politic for us to say yes? Or do Very I think so. we're taking, yeah, you, you know that we're taking kind of, their last food and it would be wrong? So long, long as you had things you could share as well um but basically it's very it seemed very strongly as a they're embracing you in their yep, households no matter how little that they have definitely we'll definitely do it then okay um so hathas did hathas um find out so i've forgotten already sorry but uh, see if i can remember um did they have a pig before that's been eaten by the warg in this place or is it this the first time they've I tried it? I think she said this was this was pig number one. That was the first one they staked out. Yeah, some, some dwarfs took it. <laughs> 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 Wasn't the best of plans anyway. You know, if you, if you feed a rat, you're going to get several rats, not a, not a friendly rat going. Okay, I'll go on. I'll, yeah. I'll not come back yeah, here that, again. That's perfect. They, they only had like four pigs, so that would last maybe three or four weeks, and then, or probably three or four days, and then it would be okay. <laughs> no pigs left what do i get now so yeah um all right oh, yeah. so um sorry go on, no no so that's fine like tonight will be a good chance for us to maybe gossip and find out if there's anybody any trackers around that any any more information about this thing anyway and also if we can find out whether the old elf path is sorry the elf path through Mirkwood is considered safe uh, as our three little dwarf and friends said and the, the old lady back at wherever it was said or whether these guys who live nearer think the elf path is crazy dangerous don't do it okay well I, as you are um so most of the village have scattered to get food and you're digging in your packs and stuff they didn't take anything from you um uh galvera goes out so she looks like she's going to be collecting something as well and there's only a couple of um younger kids who seem fascinated by all of your armor and stuff uh dwarves are stoking up the fire um everyone give me a perception in the tower okay both of you so suddenly you hear a shout going up outside the hall and there's sounds of commotion and running feet beyond and uh the two kids looking look around the dwarves look around suddenly all nervous and uh then comes a terrible crunching sound of broken timber oops and a <clears throat> baleful roaring howl that fills the air Where's chilling marrow deep <laughs> right and a and a a voice speaks from the darkness outside Galavira, I am hungry now, and your scrawny pig will not satisfy me. Send out your children, Galavira. Send out your bravest sons, so I may kill them too and drink their hot blood. Send out your suckling babes and their mewling mothers, so I may eat my fill. Send them out or you'll all die. 
and you hear this mass panic outside. People are running. You hear yep. doors <laughs> slamming, all sorts of things there. Um, and you just feel the cold chill go down your spine. And I would like everyone to roll initiative, please. Initiative. Is that in it on the front, on the main tab? Yep. <coughs> yeah, it is. Good okay, man. I will. What I'll do is I'll free up um, until Neil joins. Uh, if I free up the other PCs, I don't like doing this, but could I ask you to uh, take ownership of one, so you're just playing two currency just for this combat, mm -hmm. and then we just go back to you afterwards. So grab whoever you want. If Neil joins, that's great. We'd only have to do that with one. I stagged them with Frida. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll have, take Sigma of the Trickster then. How do we take right, them, John? So uh, uh, go into the PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. There, it's available. So um, I'm just. I'll assume you're with your dog. Uh, you all basically were, were just around this half area. I won't bother putting the NPCs on. They all kind of cower towards the that dais with the, with the thing on the back. Um, and immediately uh, inside the uh -huh. light spilling out from the doorway. Um, Hi, Neil. Hello. Hi, hey, Neil. Uh, Welcome. Can you hear me? Perfect timing, yeah. Neil. It's all about to kick off. So. It's about to, the shit's literally hit the fan. So um, you're pretty much left alone with a couple of kids and the dwarves who've cr it's like scuttled to the back of the long hall that you were questioning. Um, I'll share that with you as well now, Neil. Uh, and can you see that, Neil? See what? The map of the hall. Yeah, you can. Great. Um, and I just asked you to roll, roll for initiative. So just outside the door in the light of uh, the firelight that's just spilling out into the darkness. Oh, there he is. You see this huge warg that's there. So Sigma, could you give me an initiative roll and... Um, Steve, could you also roll for Amal Frida? Um, see who acts first. Okay, so Amal Frida's first to react. So you've basically just got, uh, you were cooped up all day, but you didn't change. You've got your armor, weapons and stuff were to hand. They didn't take those from you and... Uh, You've got everything you really need to, to attack these things. Did, uh, have we had a short rest since presumably the fight with the orcs? And does that matter? I've had a whole day um, sitting, just chatting in a in a longhouse, doing nothing. Yeah, so most of a night's sleep. Great point. So I will um, yeah, apply a my, short rest before you guys start. My healing, for example, um, replenishes when I take a short rest. So we good to get that recharged. I anticipate it may be required. <laughs> Let me give you guys all a short rest. If you want to use a healing dice, particularly for Amal Frida, Stevie can do. Moaning's um, a little bit injured, but not quite, not that badly. So Amal Frida, what do you want to do? 
it's your action. You've just seen this massive grey muzzle hob. I'll give you a bit of description if you want. Um, you've never, it's about the size of a horse, this thing is. It is not a small at all. It's a horrific reek. Coat is matted and slick with old blood and it's browning. It smells of the grave more than anything else. And it's got bright burning red eyes that are reflecting the firelight. Um, and it's got almost like a sneer on a wolf's face as it's padding up to the door. Okay, so I don't want a meta game here. So does anybody know in our party that uh, wargs are probably uh, frightened of fire? I know wolves are, but maybe wargs are more ghostly, aren't they? Give me... No, I mean, that's a good use of a... Uh, it's probably... Skill. Hang on. Shadow law, probably. Give me a shadow yeah. law check to see if you're aware of that. Is that for everyone to do, John, or...? No, just moaning at the moment. He's, yeah. he's trying to rack his brains to see if they're. He's... Um... That was Amal Frida there, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. It's Abel Frida. So you think, despite Abel Frida's skill in Shadow Law, that, yeah, you, you're convinced that. You know that wolves are scared of fire, and, and as a shepherd, you're, you're very knowledgeable about that, but you're pretty convinced that wolves would be as well. So she says that in in her West Country accent, or, or, or I've not, I've, I could try it, but it might be terrible. Oh, are we? No, no, Pamers. Like it's fine. <laughs> was that Pamers? Yeah, it was. <laughs> okay, um... but she says to me, they don't like fire. I mean, I'm already, right. I'm already massacring a Northern Irish accent. I better not mass- offend the whole lot of Southwest Country. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, free action. You basically say you, they don't like fire. What, what else you want to do? So, just a reminder: in in your in your turn, a free action is something like I don't know, opening a door, opening a drawer, taking something out of a pouch, something like that. That's free action. Your action is the main thing you do in the turn. Um, so, something like attacking something would be an action with a bow or a melee weapon. Um, okay. So, I see a fire pit ahead. Is yep. there actually brands in there? Is there any? Any logs burning? Yeah, it's smouldering. It's kind of um, it's. It almost seemed that as soon as the door swung open and this thing came up, a number of torches that end of them went out, and the fire dimmed down a lot. It was, I wouldn't say burning brightly, but it's now not a lot more than smouldering embers. And there was this sort of ghastly blast of freezing cold, fetid air that came from the the warg as it came in. Okay. okay. Just looking to see where the move is. So let me. Uh, hang Speed on. thirty. There is that. Is that it? Yeah, I'll lock the tokens. So what yeah, that means is you can drag your token. Main page of the character sheet. Yeah, main page. Yeah, that's right. Your speed is thirty feet. Thirty feet. So, um, in five E, you can move, move, and take an action. Those are your main things you do in a in a turn, and take a bonus action in addition to what you've already done, like a free action. I think you can um, split your movement up as well. You can yeah, move. You can. So you, you don't need to all move in one go. So you can move, for example, ten feet, attack something, and then move another twenty feet. Um, or you, you can, can attack. So if you you can actually use your action to take basically a double move. So you wouldn't get an attack, for example, if you did that. But you can actually move up to sixty feet in the round if you wanted to do that too. And what's what's Stuart's preferred weapon? I believe it's a great 
I mean, I can see here, axe, dagger, hand axe, spear. I think it was a hand axe. Hand axe? Yeah. Okay. Or it could have been a spear. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. Roughly the same, so... <clears throat> well, he's got plus four to hit with an axe, and but he does more damage with the actual axe compared to the rest of them. Can you chuck the spear? Well, I suppose, yeah, thinking about throw it... Throw a spear. Yeah, I suppose it should grab a spear because also thinking about this in reality, if it was a big thing going to jump you, you'd probably want a spear to be able to keep it at bay. You can also, so um, if you look on the bottom of Amalfrida's sheet, he can, she can go into Battle Fury. He's got one more use to that today. So you basically lose, completely lose the plot doing that. You get swinging recklessly but you basically using incredible strength to attack um so that base basically means you you get advantage on attack rolls but they also get advantage on you but you also shake off damage so you get resistance to damage dealt against you that's bludgeoning piercing or slashing so i know last time she did that so as soon as she saw the goblin she basically raged um, and it's a bonus action to do that. So if you wanted, you could go into a battle fury before you started. Yeah, I think um, that's what he did before. I'll try and keep it as close to what Stuart would do. So yeah, I'll go into battle fury if I can. Okay, so what what you do if on your character sheet, if you expand the battle fury line under class by clicking the little um, magnifying glass, you'll see then an effect button that says advantage check, yep, strength, yep. et cetera, et cetera. There's loads of things there. So if you just click the effect, that'll apply it to you. That will automatically make sure all of that's applied. And then if you just check off Battle Fury, there's a single check mark next to the word, and that will then disappear. You'll have used it. There, you've unchecked the one that you had checked. Just check, check it twice, basically. That's it. And now that means you can't use it anymore today, but you are now in a, in a Battle Fury. So um, up to you. If you can move and attack, you can... Throw your spear and move up to defend the others. What do you want to do? Yeah, she's going. To, she's learned her lesson. She's going to stick close to Monin. So the two of them are going to advance up the right-hand side of the fire pit. But she knows he's a bit slower, so she'll only go 25 feet. Okay, so if you just drag Emilfrida up the map <coughs> to the way you want to go, you can actually drag it around corners. So um, uh, rather than going across the fire pit, you. Uh, so I'll just show you how to practice that if you just drag it like 15 feet up up to the fire what you'll then see is a little white square on the on the line that appears when you do that so i've just cancelled that move steve if you try dragging again just a 15 foot up in front of the fire pit like hathas is doing now you can actually grab the little white square and then drag it in a different direction so you can actually use it to drag it around corners if that makes sense and once you've finished your move that you want to do, that's it. Um, so I'll I'll accept that. So you move around the fire and up to standard by the fire pit. Um, are you doing anything else? So as an action, um, sorry, you can ready an action, for example, if the warg runs up and attacks me, I will attack it. Yeah, exactly um, that. So she's well, just going to stand there with the spear, sort of set the spear, waiting for the warg if it's going to come running in and jumping and leaping. She'll be ready for it if she can be. Okay. And apologies, everybody, for taking uh, so long on that turn. Just... No, no, no. It's absolutely fine. It gives us time to think. That's fine. Things. I remember that. So if it comes, if it comes in to attack, 
you get to do that. And the final thing you need to do, which is on your uh, combat tracker, I'm not sure. Do you have the combat tracker open, Steve? I don't. I'm uh, combat just tracker. Yeah, top right. You can actually turn it on and off in 5D. Uh, top right, yep. two cross swords and a little icon. Um, at the bottom of the combat tracker yep. is a little down arrow, which is like, okay, next. Uh, so, Hathis, you're up. So, if I wanted to do a, get something from my backpack, John, is that an action or can I do that while walking? Or You can withdraw it as a free action if you want to do that and, like, say, a potion and drink it. That is more than a free action. Yeah, I'll drink a couple of potions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get my flask of oil. Not quite surreptitiously out of my pack because I can't be that, but I'm not going to draw masses of attention. I'm going to get a flask of oil out and I'm going to move over to a safe area here, but I don't want to get in the way too much. I'm going to move over to here and I'll probably... I mean, it don't even need to tell the dog who wants to get away or whatever. I think he's going to act of his own accord so I can move Help. Sorry? I'll just move you up a little bit. Yeah, sorry. You're treading on uh, Sigmar's feet. So, so I've got uh, my flask of oil out, but I'm not 100% sure whether to throw it at the wolf. I'm probably going to wait an action if the wolf come, the walk comes towards us. I'll try and throw the oil on him to make him try right. and make him more flammable rather than throw it on the floor because the wolf is the walk is pretty mobile. So yeah, that's what he'll do. He'll read an action of if the walk comes within sort of, 20 foot range say to the near the edge of the far pit he will try and throw the oil over the warg okay and then um next action aruni <coughs> Monin. okay Monin will just head on up with the uh, uh axe and shield they're war sorry warhammer isn't it warhammer and shield oh sorry i haven't moved them quite far enough there you go. I think that's it. Um, and he'll just try starting to. Uh, uh, this I thought it was a warg. This is this is a wolf pup. Are you? What's so scary about seeing you? <laughs> My God! I I thought it was something to worry about. Here we boy. Here boy. <laughs> okay. Um, end of. End of Imagine the conversation with Mo. Odin's mother. And what were his last words? Here we boy. <laughs> you can, you can, your action. You can, you can ready your action to hit the wall if it comes within hitting distance. If you want. Yeah. So, a ready action basically means you're delaying something based on a trigger. So, for example, if it attacks either Abelfried or me, I will attack it. That will actually trigger before. It attacks if you wanted to do that, a bit like Amalfrida did. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely, like an opportunity action in Rollmaster kind of thing. But um, right, do I need to do anything on the character sheet, or is it just just the state of intent? Um, I don't think I. So yeah, you can. There's there's little markers you can do as actions to ready or help. Um, but I'll just remember that's fine. All right. Um, the warg growls with a massive howl, leaps up to attack you. So that triggers Amalfrida first and then Monin's actions. So if Amalfrida wants to attack it, um, so to target it, Steve, it's the same as Rollmaster, so control and click, basically, that's it. And then just click on the, to hit dice, I think it's a d20. Yeah, so that's the, that's it, okay. So the hand axe, yeah, it's the, the sword. No, hey, nice. well, nice shot, that hits. Do some damage. And I just click the damage button, presumably. Yeah. 
and that adds to your raging or battle fury adds to damage you normally do as well with that it it growls at you um and also moaning you get an attack too if you just target it with moaning and attack Cool. And moaning hits too. Okay. Nice. Uh, why did you get minus? No, I think that's his way of saying equals. So D eight. Oh, equals. That's an equals. Three, so equals yeah, five. Right. Excuse me. Last session. <laughs> okay. Um, and lastly, Hathis did say if it came by the fire pit, he would throw, try and throw his oil on it as well, yeah. so if he can. So Target it and go. I think you've got. Have you got a thrown weapon? I have got a thrown dagger. So yeah, just uh, do the th uh, thrown part of that. This. No, that's not what I want to do. Uh, oh, come on! Oh, Chris, you can't use a thrown as weapon. You are targeting it now. I am. Uh, yes. Okay. So actions. Dagger thrown. So. Oh, it, just, it hits the floor next to it, and it uh, just to the right. Ah, okay, evens it will attack. Amalfrida odds it will attack. Both of you, Moaning. It's an even. Remember, I was taunting it. Um, so it's whistling, saying, "Here, boy." Targets Amalfrida. And lunges forward with its huge jaws to attack her. I've got this that protection huge. thing, remember, so I think there's a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, only, so if it attacks, I think. Uh, could you just read that again, Steve? Uh, the exact rules for that. So something like if I'm, if I'm standing beside somebody, they're at a disadvantage. Because I've got a shield. Yeah, so you can apply disadvantage. Um, so it missed anyway, but uh, that's great. So uh, basically, you can use one reaction. That's the other thing you can do each round, Steve. So you can only do that once per round, but that was, is extremely helpful fighting right next to her. Anyway, that missed. Um, but suddenly, around from the other side of the door emerges a, what? a small goblin. Looks like it's looks like one of the very similar to one of the ones that attacked you earlier. And this comes running in beside uh, and just looks like it's cowardly going behind the back of the, the grey muzzle hob. Um, doesn't do anything else that round. And Sigma, your action. It is I. I go to shoot the uh, grey muzzle hob. So, blah, 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 yeah. Uh, so basically, I'll get sneak attack on it because the allies of mine within five feet. I'm going to hit it. I'll do extra damage. Uh, how do you do it? Double click on it. So um, if you control click to target it, so click on your. Yeah, but I've got this. I've got this special damage ability. Basically, to, in order to do that. Oh, that's what you say. Don't target it, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, just uh, just roll your to hit, and we'll see if it does. Oh well, <laughs> that definitely missed. I decided to roll a higher number. Ah. <laughs> uh, so 
What what happens with your arrow? Oh, you can describe that. Um, I'm I'm taking a bead on the wolf. Uh, I'm about to fire the most incredible shot you've ever seen, and then this goblin runs in and puts my aim off. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, are, they, are these um, the, the tables and chairs actually in the room, or are they just on the on the background? So those aren't tables and chairs, actually. They're pillars. Um, okay. So they've got a tor torture in the bracket. So what happened is they, this thing came in. It Either it was the gust of very icy wind or it's some sort of eldritch power from the warg. Not eldritch <coughs> Middle Earth, but some sort of strange power from the warg. But most of the torches up that end went out. Only only ones lit are just to the right of your dog, Juan. Um, and the fires dimmed down a lot. So... Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so, not furniture. what's the short range of a short of a, of a short bow? Uh, oh, it's a good distance. Uh, up, to, up to about eighty feet. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Okay. In that case, I'm going to mutter something unpleasant about goblins under my breath, and then uh, move to behind this pillar, ready for my next okay. shot. Nice. So Juan moved, as you saw, moved back. Yeah, absolutely uh, fine. He's just cowering at the back. There, <laughs> Amalfrida, your action. Before you do anything, Amalfrida, could you... In fact, I will give us, give us you to save. Um, you, I mean, this thing is scary, but you didn't realise just how damn scary this thing is. The stench on it, you can smell its decaying meat on its breath, and its eyes actually aren't just reflecting firelight. They do appear to be glowing. There's a horrible sense of fear coming down your spine now. Um, could you give me a wisdom saving throw? Sure. You almost piss yourself with fear. And unfortunately, that fear just incapacitates you for... You just can't act. You're just petrified, just standing there shaking in your boots. Okay. Yeah, I'll just attack. I think he's got a thrown dagger. He wouldn't jump into to do anything else, but he will throw that at it. But that misses wildly. Uh, he backs off a little bit before he throws it and gets a fire in between it and the wolf miss and obviously trying to avoid Amalfrida throws and misses wildly with that. Um, Monin, could you give me a wisdom save? You're fine. Tough old dwarves. Excellent. Right, trying to hit it again. So uh, I think I've actually targeted this time, so hopefully it should be... Yeah, it's still targeted, yeah. That's a hit, another one. Thank goodness for Monin. Oh, nice. Um, and I'll stay beside her. I'm trying to shield her with the shield. Don't get your boots wet. Okay. Here we, boy. Uh, growls. And it. Oh, it still attacks Amalfrida, which is bad. <laughs> bad for Amalfrida. Um, and it. So if it, it attacks Monin, would it get disadvantage? It's only if it attacks Amalfreda, it gets disadvantage, isn't it? 
It does. Um, oh, if you want to apply that. So it appears to be attacking Amalfrida. You can give it apply that effect, um, Steve. Apply the if effect. You expand it. And, yeah, so I think, let me just check it. I think you just can grab it and drag it. Looks like Chris has lost all internet. He's left fancy ground as well. Um, okay, so where am I looking? Which tab? This is fighting style protection. The effect. Um, drag that effect to the wolf. So if you literally left click on the effect button and all that little tab and then drag it over to Grey Muzzle Hob and drop it, it will apply that effect to, I think you can do it on the combat tracker or on the map and it will apply that effect. So we'll get this advantage on the I'm not sure side. I'm looking. So okay, on your character effects, sheet, yeah. Um, yeah, under, under, on the actions tab, if you expand fighting style protection by clicking the little uh, magnifying glass, it's then got, in fact, actually, I don't think it has one. You've then got uh, a little effect icon. Oh, hang on, um, sorry. Um, all I can see is fighting styles. I see it, mate. Yeah, so drag that and drop it on Great Muzzle Hob. Yep, that's done it. Sorry, yeah, it's done it twice. That should be fine. And so it, it will be attacking um, you. It's looking like it's bolstered by this uh, goblin behind it. Um, and it's, but it is still attacking Amalfrida. Good luck, Amalfrida, especially as you're incapacitated, meaning can't defend yourself. Uh, so, fortunate, for, unfortunately, her lack of movement and the assistance from the goblin behind him meant that it cancelled out your ability to attack. It batted it aside and dig its, digs its teeth right into uh, Amalfrida. Um, oh, and that hurts a lot. Fortunately, she um, manages to not get knocked off her feet, but she's taken some serious wounds there. Uh, and the goblin sneaks around the side and targets you, Monan. Um, and she, he's got this sort of like rusty looking bent sword he's attacking you with. Which he misses completely. Well, not completely. It chinks off your van brace and uh, scores down the uh, scores down your arm. Sigma, you're up next. So I've got um, one of my abilities is dark foreboding, where uh, it says, for instance, I can tell whether an orc band is an isolated riding, raiding party or part of a larger force, that kind of thing. Whether a nearby ruin is steeped in shadow. <clears throat> right. So I've got a kind of sixth sense when in the presence of shadow. Is that telling me anything at the moment? Yeah, absolutely. That um, uh, the, the war is probably some of the scariest thing you've ever seen. And you've seen some pretty scary things in your, in your time in Escroft in the past. So uh, muggings and beatings and stuff like that. But this is this is pure evil. Does it seem like it's it's kind of driven by the goblin or the goblin just happens to be with it? Or you would probably estimate the other way around. In that case, I will uh, shoot the most dangerous thing that I can see, which is... Yeah, I'm going to shoot the wolf. Attempt to, anyway. Okay. Oh, come on! Oh, two bad rolls in a row. Who sold me these arrows? <laughs> They're warped. Yeah. Um, so Huan won't... 
do anything. Amalfrida, you are no longer. Uh, sorry, your capacity should have come off. Hang on a second. Does she need to roll wisdom again? Uh, save. Yeah, wisdom save because you're still within 10 feet. Still scared. Um, next up is Hathas. Hathas will move up and heal Amalfrida. So get some some kind of poultice out of his pack. I'm not quite sure how to describe healing in Middle Earth because it's not meant to be that magical. And um, and heals the savage a wound in her arm. Um, and then steps back another 10 feet. Uh, Monin, you're next to act. Yeah, so how badly hurt does the warg look at the moment? Does it seem to be slowing in any way? Does it seem to be incorporeal in any way or anything like that? You, the, these are hitting home, your your shots, but doesn't appear to be that badly wounded. The little green, uh, there's little icons. If you zoom right in of that part of the combat, Steve, you can see the pale green icon is about the best gauge you've got. So if you look at yours and Amalfrida's and the goblins, they're all dark green, which is as healthy as you can get. Grey muzzle hob, it goes between that, then it will eventually go yellow and then like an orange and then a dark red when it's really badly injured. So at the moment it doesn't look that badly injured. Okay, so he's gonna just take tact for a second and then just quickly reverse Wisdom the save stroke. before you do anything else. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm gonna attack the small goblin, I still need to do a saving throw. Yeah, you're just being in the proximity of this massive great thing is scary enough. You're fine with that. And so detarget the wolf and then target the goblin. You've done that. Great. Good luck. Yeah. I missed. Little sneaky bastard. Outdid it. Okay, stay where I am. So. Hobster. Okay. The massive warg says, oh, I fucking hate dwarves. Because it's obviously been damaged by you much more than anything else recently and um, lunges at you with a, with an attack. Um, and absolutely, this is completely, uh, clangs off your armor, chips a tooth, it looks like even on that, nothing else happened at all. Little goblin targets you and tries to hit this bent old sword misses absolutely completely and Sigma you're next to act come on Sigma if you can't hit the size of a barn you can't call yourself a bowman <laughs> I'm back oh for, oh, for goodness sake that's the highest of a three so far three three hey, and a well, two that's it <laughs> I'm going to become a plumber. Uh, right, so uh, the only solution there, uh, Sigma, is to change your dice colour. It's weird. The, the dice gods don't like purple. Yep, I've gone for a 1980s look uh, this time. So next up is Amalfrida. You are no longer um, incapacitated with fear, but you do need another fear saving throw. You are not afraid right now. Right, okay, which is positive. Yeah, so who's she targeted? Targeted, she's got the same target. Okay, it's cool. So, spear again. Yeah. 
Ah, that hits nice. Come on. Ooh, nicely done. Oh, you've got him into a yellow zone. That's that's good. Anything else she's doing? Uh, no, she's going to stay where she is at the moment and just keep going. Okay. Hatha, so um, your oil missed. The, when you went, when the internet went down for you, mm-hmm. all you did was basically moved up a little bit um, through a dagger. The next round... Um, Amalfrida got injured quite badly Ooh, and was basically okay. incapacitated by fear and you went up and healed her. So okay. you are standing like 15 feet back from her right now. Um, it looks like you're not I'm in still waiting for everything to load, but yeah, I'm getting there. You can describe it if you want to tell us what you want to do. You can do. You've no longer got your only dagger. You threw that at it and it missed wildly. You're like bricking yeah. yourself, basically. I'm just change my dice back to their fetching orange colour. <laughs> oh, well, that'll do. <laughs> That's the important stuff done. Can you <laughs> share the map with me again, please, John. Yeah, sure. You also notice that the wall behind us is peppered with my arrows. <laughs> yeah. And you've become We've a had plumber. It's the ceiling, ceiling above you is peppered with your arrows. It was so bad. So. Okay, so, right. Ooh, bloody hell. You haven't killed it yet, then? Oh, no. It's 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 pretty, pretty big and mean. Emboldened by his impact, quite literally, on goblins last time, He's going to run up to there, and then I've healed Amalfrida, haven't I? Yeah, so at the moment you're targeting Amalfrida. Um, so I'm going to try and smack the goblin to take him out of the equation and to give a morale boost to the party of another dead creature. Actions. Uh, staff, this is, yeah? Oh, you hit it. Goblin Slayer. Brother haters. <laughs> Go away, vermin. And then with a little bit of move, I will move. I can move back again, can't I? Oh, maybe I don't want to do that. You're getting attack of opportunity. Yeah, I won't do that then. I'll hope that Grey Muzzle won't worry about me. He'd be more worried about the armoured pointy people next to him. Good. Basically a a thumping club with an overhand swing with your staff. Straight and then you head. you see the true fear caused by this massive great thing is you can't kind of come around that pillar. Yeah, boy, <laughs> is it big! It is like above your head high. It can reach yeah. down and bite you. Monin, you are next up. That was extremely useful. You so grey muzzle hop fight. Oh dear, that's not good. That was a one as well. Very effectively. Oh, do we get? Funny... It, it, yeah, I haven't got. It's an automatic miss. Uh, I'm not using fumbles right now. There, I, I, I'll give it a try without them for a little while. Okay. Anything else? No. Um, one, two, Amalfrida, three, four, Monin, five, six, Hathas. Leave me alone. Luckily for you all, it's attacking Monin. Not luckily for Monin, but <laughs> Monin's definitely the best armoured of, out of all of you. Obviously, really hates dwarves. They took my pig. Oh, scores a hit on you, Monin. <clears throat> Jaws come crunching in. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my God. That. It gets, grabs you a bit by the neck, shakes you, and that hurt a lot. Uh, Absolutely. But fortunately, you managed to brace your legs as it's trying to push you over, and you may manage to stay on your feet. 
Wow. Sigma. Get your filthy jaws off him, you sport of darkness. Oh, come on. <laughs> right, Neil, just dial out and dial back in. You obviously your computer's broken. <laughs> I imagine my dice to an ugly brown as well. Yeah, it's not the ugly brown that did it. Maybe it's something else. That's terrible. You haven't got any inspiration, have you? You could have just like used for a change of the role. Uh, so just hit next actor, bottom of the combat oh, yeah. tracker. You've got to open. Um, yeah, so well, your dog, you can try and control it if you want. It's cowering at the back of the room. At the no, moment, it's but... safest place for him is away from this at the moment. And we're free to your action. Okay. Wisdom save to start with. Amalfrida shits herself again. Oh, no. Oh, God. No! Don't leave me Hate up this. there. Wisdom save. Your wisdom's wisdom better save. than hers. Yep. Uh, yeah, but even so, I'm not really built for this, so hang on. My wisdom save. Uh, Right-hand side of your front sheet. Yeah, you're absolutely 24? You brace, you brace yourself you know, for a... scare me. Well, you do, but... Um... <sighs> can't heal Bowden right now. No, no, I'm all out of healing. I'm all, I've only got, it's only a one shot. I can either defend, which is a sensible thing, or I can try and hit it, which I think is overreaching myself. So I'm going to defend. <laughs> not a fighter. No, definitely not. I don't mind diluting the attacks a bit, but I'm going to switch to all out defense. Right. Which I've never done before, so I'm not quite sure the mechanic. I don't think I need to do anything. Uh, let me see. I don't think I've got anything. I need to give you those effects. Uh, hang on a second. I think I can drag those to your character. Maybe it's, is it is it dodge then, or is it defend? No. So it's dodge that you're using. Yeah. So basically, any attack on you would be a disadvantage. Yeah. Because you're dodging out of the way. All right. No worries. Yes. Uh, Monin, you are. Yes. Yeah, so the the other option you've got, uh, by the way, a second wind disengage. Um, if you wanted to back off, you can do that without an no, attack I'll, opportunity. If you right now, he's feeling a bit brave after tonking the goblin, so he knows he's diluting the options. Um, the wolf if it gets he may want right. to change his mind shortly <laughs> so you can second wind as a bonus action um steve which uh means you can still attack so if you just yeah heal yourself Good man. Oh, that's essential Bing. and then so what what does how does moaning feel after just being bitten by a slavering great ward oh um because that the wee puppy bird oh come on then oh he wants to play <laughs> <laughs> and I now need a wisdom saving throw as the puppy yeah. red eyes bore into you. That's and you're I'm still okay. Darn. Oh, but you missed, missed me the racks. And Hob, who does he attack this time? He still likes the smell of dwarf. Juicy dwarf. <clears throat> so, one thing you can do, Hathus rather than mm -hmm. defend is help another creature which will basically okay. mean you're, pr you're, you're that would mean moaning or depending on who you're helping gets advantage on their attack um but as okay, you're I'm, kind of prodding and trying to like distract gray muzzle hop so you may not be aware of that you can do that um, but yeah no i'll stick with the defense now but maybe next turn depending on how this all, all right. goes just went for the same attack on your moaning but grazed off your armor this time, I'm confident that Sigmar's lost all of his bent arrows, and he's now going to pull a straight one out of the quiver. He's got the bow the right way round. <laughs> Come on. This is my favourite arrow. 
<laughs> myself. Shoots the dwarf. Yes! Yes! Is it a hit? And now, hang on, let me see if that hits Armour Class. Go on, make it a hit no matter what time. <laughs> Kevin's got Armour Class 25. <laughs> yes, it hits! Yes! Yes! <laughs> So, okay, so what do I do? Okay, so. Okay, so I drag that onto the target in the combat tracker, apparently. Uh, yep. And then I'll damage twice. I do the damage. So you roll the damage, I take the highest, is that right? So that's once, twice. Yeah. So, okay, so drag these seven <laughs> over. Okay, but I also get um, a dead, another D six. Another D six. Yeah, so just roll a D six. Whoa, nice! I love just apply that manually. Ooh. Yes, Sigma. Finally, what did that arrow look like? That's a bit better. Oh, that was just just coming in kisses, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Devastating kiss arrow. <clears throat> Right, uh, next actor is Amalfrida. So oh, she's no longer incapacitated. Save. Wisdom save. Come on, Amalfrida. Oh, no, no, no. Bricks no. herself again. Amalfrida's not liking Wolfie. Right, Hathos. I will try and help um, Monin. You can lend your own. Describe how you're helping. Yeah, yeah, I need to read what it did. You take the help action. Okay, I'm going to try and distract the wolf with sort of fake pokes and prods with my um, staff, not to try and damage it, but just to distract it, catch the corner of its eye and just sort of, you know, put it off its, off its game. So he doesn't realize when Monin's about to tonk him. Okay. How's that? Perfect. Right. Monin, you're feeling like Grey Mouse is being a bit distracted. Click advantage at the bottom yeah, yeah, shit okay. instead. Oh, that's... Uh, oh, first yeah. off, unfortunately... I didn't you... do that. I, I should have done that as well, shouldn't I? You should have done that, sorry. That uh, so let me do that save as well. So that is wisdom save. You're 70. okay. Unfortunately... I'm poking and prodding the wolf and the... Oh, God, both the other two are incapacitated and I'm poking and prodding it. <laughs> so, Haythus, you, you notice that moaning gets uh, like a gob of bloody spittle across his face and he's kind of wiping it from his eyes. You can see fear in them for the first time in Monin's face. Come on. Sigma, Come on. you are back up. Luckily, not everyone is incapacitated, which means Hathas could still give you... Uh... You've just skipped over the wolf, John. Did you... The walk, did you mean to? I did not mean to do that. I know um... I should say that, but I feel a bit honour-bound that he gets a shot too. Uh, that's very good. Good of you. Unfortunately, Moaning can't protect Amalfrida, who is trying to bite at this time. It sees the fear in the dwarves' eyes and doesn't care for him anymore. 22, Ooh. what do you reckon? Takes a massive chunk out of Amalfrida's shoulder. Ow. And we've saved her though. Doesn't knock her down. She's built of tougher stuff. Yeah. She only took half that damage, which was quite fortunate. <coughs> She's raging. Sigma! Come on, come on. Just like the last save, one. Save the, the day, one. Sigma. Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, Amalfrida, 
you are trying to gird your loins again no. and <laughs> unable to have us gird your loins again um wisdom save oh yeah 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 sorry you're okay yeah what are you trying to do or do I want to try and distract it so that if the the dwarf does all right, then he can attack it? Do I want to try and dodge so if it attacks me, I might survive? Put your money in, in moaning. I'm going to distract. I'm going to help moaning again by doing more of my annoying prods of the, the, the wog's muzzle and I'm poking him in the ear with my, my staff to try and put him off, distract and create an opening for moaning to take advantage of. Okay, moaning, good luck with your uh, Do save. not. Yes, you're okay. okay. Right now, finish it. Right, so how do, I, how, do I make it, how do I make it go advantage? Where's that? So the little, right at the bottom of the screen, there's an, like ADV. a bunch of modifiers. Click ADV, make, and it'll go red, and then yeah, got reddish. And then roll to hit, and it will automatically apply. 20. Oh, critical. <laughs> Nicely done. That worked well. And now, and you dropped a three. Perfect use. Oh. There you go. So, moaning, describe that. You were all nearly at death's door there. Well, hang on. What, 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 like? How was how was Hathas helping me? I was I was poking the wolf to distract it to create an opening, um, so that you, when he was eyes were on me or when he, I irritated him enough, you could dart in and just tonk him. Okay. Uh, what well, that was a that was a final fanfare. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, as as Hathas pokes it, it just momentarily <laughs> takes its eye off uh, Monan and looks towards the, 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 the brother, and that's just, just enough for him to bring his warhammer down and just crack it just on the side of the skull, which knocks it down to the side, which then allows all three of us to just finish it off. And you are all exhausted after that. You kind of collapse. The dog slumps down bloody spittle drooling out across the floor and you can tell it's above its right eye socket it's all caved in from your warhammer um it will not be troubling the villagers again hurrah congratulations you are out of combat and these sounds of um scuffles and stuff outside have stopped so by the sound of things there may have been more than a, a goblin that came mm. in with them um but there are no sounds of combat or anything going on outside, and you survived. After about 30 seconds, Galvira and one of the younger men kind of poke their head around the corner of the hall, uh, doorway and like look in. Looks like they're fearing the worst. And cheer up dramatically as they see you all. And the, fi- the fire is basically, looks like it's rekindling a little bit as well. And within minutes, the, all of the villagers are there. There is even a little keg of ale that's been brought out. Another one! Um, <laughs> they're over the moon. There is, throughout most of the rest of the evening, there's just... Uh, they build a fire outside wood. They burn the corpse of the... There's two two other goblins were killed outside. And luckily, there's an injury to a villager, but no one was killed. Um, and they have... Gl- joyfully recounting tales of daring do and heroism um, and are incredibly thankful that you're dispatching the wolf and Galvira says to you all um, very formally actually while all of the villagers are listening that Roman Hall would always be a welcome avenue for you in 
western uh, Merkwood near the near the road. Um, you would be welcome at any time and get a warm half, and they thank you profusely again and again. Um, all of the villagers do the same thing. So you are they are very thankful, and you will go to bed pretty happy. Um, they did ask for advice on strengthening the maybe their defences. Uh, their biggest threat's gone, obviously, but it doesn't look that well defended uh, as a place at the moment. So perhaps you could look at, look to do that in the morrow. In the morrow, yep. but right now you're uh got everything you need to uh to get to, to get to bed and get to sleep well they're all in a good mood i'm gonna ask one of them i don't suppose anyone of you has a spare short bow wine seems to be faulty <laughs> <laughs> one of the um younger ladies is asked to go back to gail vera's house and comes back with a uh another short bow it looks well warm but serviceable um and she said, well, this was my son's, but uh, I can't fire it. You're welcome to use this. And if we can keep your one, I hope it will help yeah, you. Sure. Make sure you aim slightly about 90 degrees off. All right. I think I, I get you. Good stuff. We've defeated um, Walk Menace. The next day, as they learn that you're wishing to kind of continue on your journey still um they ask for a little bit of advice really they know that you're not going to be laboring for them but uh what what do you what do you say to them about their defenses and things well, move elsewhere <laughs> i'll leave that to modin who's probably got more martial expertise i'm quite happy to chip it i guess we need to wander around and just look at what they've got really don't we have they got an external wall is it in good condition have they got lookout towers have they got you know, are they maintaining walls? Is there sort of vegetation cleared away from around the walls so you can actually see people and have a bit of a firing zone? Those, All of they're... this sounds like rocket science to them at the moment. <laughs> uh, so uh, none, of, none, none of this is looking like they've got anything. Oh, God. I'll, I'll turn the uplifting music off. None, none of this is looking like that. This is something they'd have worked out themselves. Um, uh, so you, they basically make some notes. Um, right, we need to build stuff up. We need to get. Uh, Monin's advice is: um, you see all this wood, replace it with stone. <laughs> build it very, very high, and you'll have no. Twenty foot thick at the base. <laughs> yeah. oh, they look a bit worried about that. Yeah. All right, stone. That's get an optional upgrade. Stuff. <laughs> No, what you're asking to do, you. Galvir, is train, train all your your people, replace the warriors you lost. Thank you, and thank you for the advice. Um, they they look like they've got some meager gifts, but they're still making notes. They get some meager gifts from uh, all of the the townsfolk, and they're incredibly thankful to you. They basically give you about probably no more than three or four days rations each uh, share some with the dwarves as well uh, who were basking in your your glory they look slightly in awe of you having seen the stoic defense of them and uh, and the two small kids in the hall and they were leading the charge with the stories last night um and by about early afternoon you guys are ready to set out again so um anything you want to do in rowan hole before you leave well presumably we had at least a short rest if not a long rest last night after killing the wolf you do get a long rest. Let me just sort that out. 
for you. Because that'll have an impact on Alfreda, and then presumably some people are injured. Could they have? So Amalfreda gains back a healing dice. You get one back a day. So that would mean you can. Oh wow, yeah. Amalfreda's absolutely fine. Uh, Moaning could reuse his as well if he wants. Um, oh, nice rolls, guys. Yeah, nicely done. Uh, you're fine. So you guys are all okay, um, and they're pretty much feeling pretty good with yourselves. Uh, first real serious threat you guys have faced, and uh, came through it with flying colours. Before we set any up, arrows, I can fly off them. Um, you can uh, try and retrieve the ones you've got. So you've got a in an enclosed space. You've got one in six chance of them being broken, uh, and you can retrieve your dagger, Chris. Through. Okay, definitely retrieve that. So just roll uh, how many over many arrows you threw. If you if you roll a one, you don't retrieve it. Otherwise, you retrieve it. They're, I mean, they're not hunters, to be honest. They're more farmers, <coughs> like cows and chickens and things. And, and sheep. So that's basically one is broken, is it? Oh, yeah. So you lost. If you fired eight, you regained six. That's including the fight in earlier. Okay. I still don't recall um, us having a decent conversation about the elf path through Mirkwood, whether they would advise using it or caution against it. Uh, we've had conflicting stories. And these hopefully these people will be more in contact with travellers or or know more about whether the elf path is considered safe or not. Yeah, the conclusion pretty much seems to be um, we wouldn't want to travel through Mirkwood even on the elf path or anywhere else. But you guys look like you can handle yourself, so you'll probably be okay. <laughs> that was the upshot of it. Maybe. Yeah. Now the walk's gone. <laughs> You also, before you uh, leave, I will award you some experience from your yes. efforts over the last couple of days, and it's not insignificant. Well, I know it's a long shot, but do they have a pony to, for sale? <laughs> well, I gave you a 10% chance of having a pony for sale, and they have a pony. For, in, <laughs> uh, we Excellent. have an old... Uh, well, he's a pony, but he's pretty old. Uh and we do really, we use him for ploughing still. Um, he's really important to us. Do you really need him? Uh, no, it's all right. Well, I'll, I'll get yeah, one eventually. I wouldn't take your only one. I look very relieved at that. And the younger guys didn't look like they were looking forward to digging this. <laughs> 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 oh, we're nearly right. up to next level. We're 31 XP's off. Oh, exciting. 269 um, versus 300. Guys, nice nice job. So you um, uh, set out on your way again. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, um, have we just spent go. time in a sanctuary, John? No, but you have opened the sanctuary. So okay. The first visit there, you don't. So if what I'll do, if you want, I can share Rowan Hold as a, as a location for you. Um, what do I do now? It's got a bit of a description. Uh, if I can find it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, this is getting me horny. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Welsh. I thought, I thought you were Irish. Uh, 
Can you see Roanhold? You should be able to yes. see that as like a pop up now. So that'll give you a little bit of information on on Roanhold. Population you know, twenty. It's very very small, uh, but it is now a uh, sanctuary for you. 